Hello and welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex, a podcast from metro.co.uk. It's like going to a Ford garage, Ooh. but we've got the best escorts. Oh, if, if we, <laughs> oh my God, if we weren't going to die from coronavirus, I would have half <laughs> I won't do it. Oh. My name is Bibi Lynch. And if I haven't died from coronavirus yet, my name's Miranda Kane. Um, who are we talking to? We are talking to a lady of many talents. Yeah. It's amazing we haven't had her on the show before. And why I think, haven't we? I think because she's just been very busy yeah. and you'll understand why in a minute. But we've got the lovely Charlotte Rose on. I can't, I can't believe this. Oh, I know. Believe it. Believe it. Believe. My name's uh, Charlotte Rose. I'm a multi-award winning sex worker, author, presenter, mother and serial wanker. Welcome mic- to Good Sex, mic- Bad Sex. <laughs> you are an awful influence already. <laughs> I haven't even been here for well five minutes. Well done, I know, mate, I know. <laughs> Charlotte, Rose, how beautiful to meet you. Lovely to meet you, all of you too. Thank Yay! you. Well, you two know each other. Oh, we do. Yes. We're just trying to work out where. It was an amazing night. Yeah, the, the somewhere. Se- well, let's set the scene. Somewhere. There was diamonds in the yeah. sky. Really? It, oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, it might yeah, be one sure. of those that involves lots of wine, yeah. which is why we can't yeah. remember. Did you, Absolutely. Did you, um, did you steal anything that night, Miranda? Or do you not remember? <laughs> well, Charlotte Rose stole my heart. Oh, oh beautiful. beautiful. Oh, yeah. Where's she gone? Yeah, she's, she's <laughs> gone. She's, she's gone. left. She's gone with the heart. <laughs> so why the hell are you here? I got You invited me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can't not, we've been doing good sex, bad sex for over a year and we yeah. haven't had the oh, Charlotte Rose on. Why? Why? This why, is you, ridiculous. why did you not reply to us? Uh, you have not sent me any oh, messages. Okay. Oh, Sorry. Otherwise I would have been here ages Sorry. ago. Sorry. You know, Sorry. I had to fight through all the hordes of yeah. people. Yeah. Do you know, I had an empty yeah. carriage. It was yeah. amazing. It's I actually so put my weird. feet up and I was like, yeah, yeah. It's so oh, weird. Feet up, stretched out. Because I've got very long legs, you see. How tall so, are you? I'm five foot ten, but my inside leg is 35 inches. So I... Um, I have to get a very, very long set of trousers. I've got a short body, long leg. Brilliant for wrestling. Rubbish for sitting in, on a coach. Oh. It really is. Yeah. How tall are you? Me? Yeah. Five foot eight. How tall are you? Nearly five foot two. Oh. Good. Now that okay. we're okay. moving on. Sorry. Podcast <laughs> bans. Oh, yeah, look at that. We've got two ex-sex workers and a broadcast journalist. What are they talking about? Their fucking height. <laughs> <laughs> this is a radio award-winning gold. Good. I can see the fucking BAFTA right now. There's an, there's an app you're involved with. Yeah. I am, yes. What is it and why? It's Smoochie. Smoochie. Do you know, I hadn't even thought about that, but when I think of what the sound it would be, it would be... Yeah. Like when you get a notification, it's like... Mm. Oh, what notifications are you getting? <laughs> My notifications are they go, doo-doo. I'm like, brilliant. I want one that goes, I'm like, hey. Okay, and what is Smoochie? Smoochie is like, I know that they want that a lot of the media have kind of proclaimed this Uber app for escorts. I know that that's what, it, what, what they've titled it, but it kind of is and it kind of isn't. The fact that it, it gives a sex worker an opportunity to have a location stored. So if something goes wrong, because unfortunately we're not in the best industry because of the way that the law is, the law is what creates a lot of problems for sex workers keeping safe, that we have to outsource that that protection, as it were, to somebody else. And that's what Smoochie does. How? How? So what it does, I'll give you a scenario of what I would do. So, because everybody's 
everybody's different, but the way that I use it is that we all have to, well, sex workers mainly have two phones, maybe even three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> With a little sticker on the back to remind yeah, you. Yeah, one goes, to be. when you get a notification, one goes, do do, the other one goes, yeah. <laughs> what do you put on your sticker? Like the name. Yeah, yeah. So I had like my normal one, and yeah. then I used to have like my escorting one, and then I had my dominatrix one. <laughs> so you're out in Tesco's, bloody yeah. hell, which phone's ringing? Yeah. John one. Hello. Yeah. yeah, what the fuck do you want? Yeah. He's like, hey, hello, um. Oh, no, sorry, Dad. Hi. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> you oh. filthy maggot. <laughs> I have never used a drink more during a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got your 28 phones yeah yeah so we've got 28 phones and so when we go to a booking i would always leave my personal phone in the car and i'd always take my burner type phone in with me and that's way i can always test i can phone up my buddy or an agency or whoever i'm working with or, or whoever i've got to give me that added bit of protection where what i like is that the app itself has a gps signal in it so that if something were to happen whilst i'm there my phone is stored within my vehicle and it, i have a last location which is incredibly important now i know that you get you get the element of um people that would say well okay well that's that means you're traceable but you've got to look at it in the sense of when somebody makes a booking for somebody to come and see you you offer a postcode or a position of a street to where you would be able to have that visual point um, to see them to say to state that they've arrived and then you can say oh are you are you parked in a blue mercedes or are you on the corner are you wearing a hat so you can visually see them so it's pretty much the same thing but controlled in a safe and secure environment and the other great thing about smoochie is you've got the opportunity to have credibility for um for the um, vetting process of the client. So the client's details are in there. So not only is it stored for safety in that sense, but it's also, you know exactly who it is. Yeah. So the clients use it to book appointments. Yeah. And you're, and for you, for escorts, it's a, it's a, it's a safety it's feature. It's a safety feature. Yeah. They know the client has to be verified. Exactly. With the details in it that's, that's held by the system. How awful yeah. that you need an app mm. for safety. Shouldn't legislation need, be doing that? Do you know, I'll tell you some, some really, really foul things, is that the law that was created by non-sex workers who think uh, that it's, the, it's this miscued approach to safe, uh, protection against violence towards women, not including that there are male sex workers as well, but it's the fact that if you want to know what sex workers want, you need to speak to bloody sex workers. Mm-hmm. And the, so, because of this, their ideology of what what's what the law is as what's needed in the law actually puts us in further danger. So when I was living in Devon and I had a property that I lived in for, with me and the children, and I had somewhere that I worked in. Now. When I moved to London, I couldn't afford two properties. So for me to be able to get in and about and around the area to get to know a client list, I went out with a friend for, for duos for safety. Now you've got the two problems with this. Number one, that's breaking the law. The minute two sex workers work together in the same premise is deemed as a brothel. So if anything happens to us, then we are the ones that get penalised. And the worst thing with that is a lot of clients know this. Oh so they can God, use that against like you. 
Oh yeah. So I've I, I, we were robbed. My part, well, my um, playmate and I, we were robbed. And the worst thing is, is that there's two elements to this story: is the fact that they ended up. We gave them the money back. You know, they were spitting on the floor, ripping up our, our, our all my diary, trying to oh. rip the TV off the wall, and and they were quite uh, aggressive. So it's a point of, you know, I don't want to risk any violence towards me or the fear of being outed to the manager because despite all of that actually happening, I would be the one that would be penalised and arrested for brothel keeping, both my friend and I. So we risk the point of being raped, beaten, um, you know, all of these things because of this stupid law that silly, and I will say silly women, has put in place in the ideology of protection towards women, which it does the exact opposite. So you've talked to me about this before. Mm. Why why is that why is it still happening? Because people aren't listening. Yeah, people aren't listening to sex workers. People would much rather li- and no one wants to stick their head above the parapet <laughs> and be the 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 member of parliament or you know the the group within parliament to say yes, it would be more sensible to decriminalize sex work so that sex workers can work together for safety and so that all the police commissioners know what the law is and do the New Zealand model which is so, and no one's got the balls to do that in government. Well, I, I stood for MP twice in yeah. the hope as an independent. You know, I, it, it was a wonderful day stood up next to Douglas Carswell from UKIP <laughs> and Mark Reckless from UKIP because oh. I did two by-elections. Very, very funny. And when he won, I thought, you know, because Lembit Opic, um, cheeky girl Lembit, yeah. he, he said it, when he wins, because we knew he was going to win, when he wins, go and shake his hand, pull him in and give him a kiss on the cheek. I was like... Yeah, I'm going to do that. And I gave him a kiss on the cheek and there's a photo somewhere where he goes... <laughs> with his eyebrows raised to the roof and his yeah and I think he looked straight over at his wife to say it wasn't me I didn't do it <laughs> so, I mean, so what, what could you do? Well, it's everything like, so Charlotte Rose, mm. you've done protests outside Parliament. Yeah. Please, can you tell us about the famous face sitting protest? Oh, hang no, on, what hang on. No, what a wonderful you, day. Jesus, I'm just going to drink some hand jerk. Carry on. Yeah, and, and put a mat down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need a new mat over my soaked mat. A face sitting protest. Yeah, yeah, because it's not just sex workers, like face to face, not face to face, <laughs> you know, personal sex workers mm. that, yeah. uh, that are stigmatised and stereotypes the law also affects porn workers as well everybody and it affects yeah and it will affect yeah. these uh, so the laws that were affecting porn workers uh, are would have been affecting normal people who wanted to watch porn and, anyway Hang I'm on a minute. remove that word normal. normal no I didn't mean that's why I was just like no yeah. fuck this I'm waffling I'm going to leave it to Charlotte so basically on the 12th of December uh, 2014 was it um Unelected officials went into Parliament and made an amendment to an existing law to state that R18 material was now extreme pornography, which included 13 activities that they banned in the the sale or or production of UK porn. So you had spanking, um, spanking, strangulation, fisting, uh, penetration with dangerous objects. You know, everything can become dangerous objects if if you've got an arsehole using it. so, um, gosh, I'm trying to think. There's trying to think of them all: squirting, squirting face sitting, strangulation, breath play, penetration by dangerous objects, 
It's not suffocation. It's a controlled way to reduce the airflow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but if you're a, but it, it would mean in like a porno sex. So if I wanted to, if a bloke wanted me to smother him with my breasts, yeah, okay. Do you know what I mean? Like you know, we, yeah. it's still okay. sex. Yeah. It's still fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's in a controlled environment. Yeah. I mean, you get people like the unfortunate uh, Michael Hutchins who did it on his own. The affixation yeah. mm. with the, with the uh, his belt, and and it, of course it goes wrong. This it needs to be in a controlled environment mm. and. Um, so all of the, you know, an array of these things, if people want to find out more about that, they can go to 13 steps to suppression. Cause I did a big art gallery about it. And I thought I want to get people, I want to get people face sitting each other outside parliament singing, sit on my face and tell me that you love me. Sit on my face and tell me I love you. And we did. <laughs> And, and my speech is probably one of the greatest speeches that I did because it, it came to the end where I said, and you can try and ban our liberties, but you can never take our sexual freedom. A bit, little bit of William Wallace, you know, from Braveheart. And everyone's going, yeah. I'm like, right, let's get on each other's faces. We've got adjudicators to make sure you've got airflow and pink cheeks so we're all good to go. Let's, yeah, yeah, let's get on it. And all the coppers are like, well, we can't be stood seen here, you know. We best move on. And then, and because the police had to be there, but they literally were like, Looking, can't look there. Can't look there. There's media there. They're going to snap me looking there. Well, can't look, you know. And it was such a fun day. Yeah. It was a great day. Yeah. So funny. And, but, but when you look at the pictures, it looks like there's thousands of people, but there was actually uh, the, there was more, um, journalists there than there were folks which I don't mind because I did 54 global interviews that day to raise awareness and the power that that had is something so phenomenal because you've got to remember that there is so much online support for these sort of issues but people can't put their face to it because Mm. these are personal and intimate um, kinks fetishes all of these things that unfortunately you know it's a silent it's a faceless world but people need that that acknowledgement they need that awareness of what's happening but it's like we've said before um it's kind of it's it's weird so when you're saying about silly women are these is this like that weird feminism the that radical go, feminists the re- that will go into a club and film what's going on exactly feminine arts yeah. yeah yeah the pole clutching mm. yeah. oh we must say it's these women it's who want to save us, us. yes Robin. let's lead by example and yeah. film people under non-consensual filming yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Can you rem- not remember? So we've already gone through this. We went through this with Mary versus Mary. So uh, it's Mary Millington was before, just before Cynthia Payne. And uh, God bless us all, both of them. And um, what I love about Mary Millington is that she actually went out with the guy who produced the English version of play version of Playboy called White House because Mary versus Mary was Mary Millington versus Mary White House. So what better way to go, fuck you, and I'm going to create a porn mag with your name. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, that was that was probably the starting point that I can recall in when liberalization of of, of a young woman fighting these these crowds of women, yeah. you know, the, the moralistic views of, oh, no, you can't do that. that that type of thing, you know, I don't, everybody can have their own opinion. I've got no problem. I don't want to change anybody's opinion on my work, but put your moral opinion to one side and and let me be safe. Simple. Yeah. Yeah. 
and that's it is what it always comes down to is the morality war yeah. oh yeah it's always with that. officials with police mm. with doctors you know sex workers are misdiagnosed all the time because they can't be honest about what they do for a living yeah it's absolutely ridiculous but you know what's, what's even kind of you know the Mary Whitehouse that's such a kind of cliche kind of type of woman you kind of think yeah in a way you kind of make sense and it was but, wasn't it but yeah but the but I know a lot of the um, the women that were going in filming. Mm. Then didn't they take the footage to the Women's Equality Party? Yes, and that kind of that yeah. kind of irks me more. That makes me feel more uncomfortable because that's like. Yeah. These are women that are going to be playing the, the women's equality card. party. They want the Nordic model of sex work as well, which is where you ban the buying of sex. Yeah, the purchase, the criminalisation. Yeah. Yeah. So, Have any of them asked sex worker for No. no. And do you know what? Right, let's, let's strip it right back. Let's strip it right back because my English is not particularly great and I love it when people correct me. So if I say a, wrong, a word in the wrong pronunciation, please do let me know because I'll tell you a funny story on how long I've probably been saying that word and looking like a right twat. <laughs> but... Um, feminism. Okay, what it means to be a feminist. Now, my understanding, and for anybody who's listening, so a feminist is a woman who argues the right of another woman to choose. So when you're a feminist and you're dictating your views on what another woman should do, surely that's not being a feminist. Mm. Is that right? Yeah, or yeah, am yeah. I a bit skewed? No, I totally agree no, with you. Right. People use it as a calling card. Yeah. I, I said, the, I mean, I know you follow my work closely. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I know you do. I love the piece you did I yesterday. Oh, thanks, mate. It's amazing. Thank you. It's good. And, uh, shut your face. <laughs> and, I did, um, and I did a panel. I did do a panel the other night, and we, were, and we were talking about feminism. And I was just saying, of course, we're all feminists in the pure sense of what how you've just described it. Yeah. That's so upset me. <laughs> in the pure sense, as you describe it, mm. what annoys me is if you need to put feminism in your on your Twitter bio. Yeah. That's like me saying mm. I don't like kicking puppies in the face. Yeah. Of course I don't. Do you know why not? There's I great don't. Fun. No, it's not. So but do you know what I mean? <laughs> you don't need to if you're saying that yeah you've got the wrong take on it yeah because of course it's like me saying i'm not a racist of course i'm not you know why would i put that in my bio yeah you are a bit no i'm a little bit racist <laughs> but you know but do you know what i mean i think it's such a stupid thing yeah i don't think i i, I think it's used as um a, a stick to beat people with weirdly uh, yeah do you know, i absolutely yeah. agree and do you know when somebody goes oh yeah i'm a feminist uh, well I, I i appreciate the terminology of what feminism stands for but when it gets when it gets dictated to in the wrong manner then i i don't i don't support it in that sense i understand the core principles of what it was built on but for me i'm a humanist yeah. uh, you know and and people will argue who is listening going yes but you have to be a feminist because of such and such and I do, and I agree to that. But when it's used to harm people around me, that all they're doing is is going to work mm. the same as what everyone else is doing, just because your moral under, judgment doesn't applaud what we do, uh, and that gives you that or automatically it's, thinks say, you, or isn't flexible, I, I, yeah, I would, and that dictates to why you you are that way with us. It's just yeah. incredibly wrong. But I would say that's not feminism. No, I'd say that's that's morality. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want people to think, oh, they're having to go at feminism I'm not I'm not like I love feminism but to my mind feminism is equality and is listening to women and making sure that we're all women are safe but that's which exactly is what would happen is, but a lot and of that's people, what Smoochie does yeah, yeah exactly. a lot of people that. who use that title 
Yeah, but that's having a go, yeah. but that's those people using their morality, using the word feminism, uh, just to it's just to excuse of, their a, own morality. It's a bit of a get out of jail card. Yeah, um, to, to, uh, for some people. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Do you know when we when we talk about things like this, I it's it always comes down to a point where you've got that perception of sex work that the only people in it are mentally ill yeah. or they've got addictions and things like this. And I did. I was going to do a documentary with Louis Theroux. Oh, and this is why I'm very grateful that you, that you've invited me here today to to be able to to to, to talk. Mm-hmm. Um, is that when you've got something as prevalent as BBC One with a presenter like Louis Theroux uh, discussing the safety element of sex work, and then he comes around your house and he interviews you and he interviews my late partner and my daughter, and then all of a sudden it's removed from that show because it does not fit the stereotype of what they want to show, mm-hmm. is where that internal damage that all that all this power that we strive to fight for equality and decriminalization towards sex work and to try and get the social media uh, uh, to try and get the society to remove that stigma that's that, and marginalization that the media has driven yeah. what fighting chance have we got when you've got people like louis theroux removing people that doesn't fit the bit doesn't fit that mold of stereotypical what sex workers to you about it being how, narrative how, how did they say <laughs> Um, it, it doesn't fit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it it didn't fit the model of of the the the, the model the mo- working model and the flow of the production. Yeah. Yeah, and but they were kind enough to send me a massive bouquet of flowers when my partner died. Which, which you know, I, I'm, I always like gifts. I don't care where they come from. <laughs> send me gifts. PO that Box is... twenty four. <laughs> but it was the whole Louis Theroux thing was so redacted. It was because just oh. he's done. He's done brilliant documentaries. Brilliant ones that were about sex workers and were explaining like why trafficking is so misunderstood and and how trafficking is actually something that helps sex workers in America because mm. all that is is just people taking sex workers over borders and basically being their protection but it gets covered under this umbrella of oh it's trafficking but it's actually what we're trying to say which is like it's just people working together out of safety and, and then he the goes and does this understanding, isn't it it's yeah. a consensual understanding and I think that you know there's two me- there's two people try to round everything up into non-consensual sex so it's it's trafficking mm. and and that's 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 re- where it's really problematic if people aren't knowledgeable enough to understand that you you You've got sex, you've got coercion, you've got trafficking, which are all all illegal, and then you've got consensual sex, which is is prostitution in that se- in that sense. It's where do people understand? Because the media portrays it very two dimensional. It's either very glamorous or it's either very tragic. Yeah. There's no real in between, and the reason why they and don't the like sewer. to show in between is, you know, I don't want to see Charlotte Rose having a nice dinner with a partner and then having a normal conversation with a 19 year old daughter. How was uni? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. You know, they want to go. Yeah, I'm addicted to that crack. Yeah, please, I'll, I'll suck your cock if I do this. You know, it's just ridiculous. That, your scenario, incredibly interesting. Which is That's... which is why people should download uh, Slaving Away, available on Audible. Which is exactly Who's, what's what's that? That? weird. It's about it's about the normal life. Life of a sex worker. Who's where it's, that? Uh, it's me, I think. So I haven't strange. even read that. Send me a copy. I'll read it out on my will, on my one of my shows. I will Charlotte, send you a. I'm is there anything? So... Is there any erotic stuff in it? Uh, it? It's just like the funny client. It's not erotic. It's, but it's a just sitcom. Like the funny. It's, it's 
Number Miranda, one on Audible. Mar- number one on Audible. Yeah. Miranda came to my right, starring Thank in you. a bloody sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I haven't even seen I'm it. Just trying What's going to on? get. All I'm just I'm saying. Hang is... on a minute. Let's stop having a shout <laughs> over the table. Right. <laughs> hang on a minute. You stop looking. Yeah. Is it? Is it actually Brilliant. any good? It's, is it, you don't have to say <laughs> it because no, she's it. I'm livid. Yeah. Okay. All right. Send me a link. I'll watch it. Your show. Yes. We need you to come on several, several more times. Tell us about your radio show. Do you um, what? Do you cover everything that we've been talking about and more? I guess. Well, what I so the Rose Talk Sex has been going for five years now, and what I do is um, I I've got competitions because I want to get people involved. I want to get people talking. I put a little bit of music on. I always have an industry guest. I talk about the events that's happening in the industry. Um, you know, at the moment we've got a voice competition. You can win two hundred and fifty quid, which will then go up to three hundred quid. So it's getting more and more and more. You can win hoodies, but there's it's it's a sex positive show, and I always do news. So I got four pieces of news that's happening that, that's going on at the, at the moment. So um, and then I do one for the sexes, and uh, for, I'll be honest, the section for one for the sexes for for about six weeks six weeks I should have retitled it to things that women should not put in their vagina because <laughs> you know like wasp nests and tea oh. and you know all these random things, and I just think to myself, I know that. It's a hole and it can fit things in, but that does not mean that you should put everything in there. Yeah. And, and, you know, and then you've got, um, so I do random stories like the Gwyneth Paltrow made a candle that smells like vagina. It's like, mm, come into my lovely house. Oh, look at that. Mm, smells strange in here. Yes, it's my <laughs> vagina candle. You know, it's in, so it's random bits of news like that. We talk about the female Viagra. I talk about sex therapists who think they're sex therapists when they're just academics. And, mm. you know, it's that sort of thing. And, um, um, I've got an interaction online, so I'm visual and audio. So you can see me on Periscope TV, uh, which can be quite comical, especially when I go off on one because my face is very, very visually vocal. So it's pscp.tv forward slash Rose Talks Sex. So if you just look for Rose Talks Sex, it's everywhere. It really is. Lovely. And the show, so that's on a Monday night. And then the Wednesday show, Rose to the Rescue. Yeah, I'm getting lots of complaints, but all in the good, good <laughs> all in the good way. Um, yeah. If, um, I can't, so my best complaints are, um, I can't watch your show anymore uh, because I now have a girlfriend. I've got another another guy that said um, I was almost to the end and then the kids came in the bedroom and you know it's all things like this because I tell erotic stories so I talk I slow my voice down and I talk about so my story last night was a woman who has a fetish towards boxing gloves and she steals the guy that the gym instructor's boxing gloves and then she starts masturbating with them in the corner of the of the ring and the next minute he comes in and she ends up he's always fancied her and they she ends he ends up fisting her well not internally but you know like fist bumping with boxing gloves on her furry mound bop, 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 bop. and she's like little jab and yeah jab and away she goes do you know i'm from a family of pugilists <laughs> so to be honest it was just too close to my dad. Oh, okay. Imagine if I've Hang made on a this minute. Dark. What's too close to your dad? <laughs> the story I I or the gloves? I don't know. Get, I don't get her know. off my show. <laughs> get her off. She's freaking me out. She's made me lose my, my, my track Just because she told twice. you. Just twice. she knew what you got up to over the weekend. And, uh, and oh, okay. I want to know. Boxing. What did you get up to? No, I'm saying that she was the one doing the fist with the, in I the boxing ring. I didn't have was it, it was you. Oh, no, yeah, no. You 
wouldn't, re- you wouldn't forget this. As mound. soon as you mentioned she was nicking something, I was like, oh, that's our freebie Lynch. There she goes. Um, are you on, where can we find you on social media? Uh, First Lady of Sex. Google me, Charlotte Rose, Charlotte Rose Sex Worker. Uh, porn protest, face hitting protest, award winning, bionic cock. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. Is she still talking? Sex workers <laughs> opera. <our> next podcast. <laughs> Bionic cock. Yes. Yeah. So I took the virginity of the the guy with the bionic cock, <gasps> Mohammed Abad. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. What? And I was expecting a uh, you know disco lights and a remote control, but I it, I didn't get that. But it was still very impressive. I, mm. I don't know anything about this bionic cock. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Tune in next week on Tuesday at ten o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> he had the bionic cock. Yeah. So when he was uh, when he was about six years old, he, he had uh, a boy pushed him underneath a moving vehicle, <gasps> and his uh, penis and left testicle was ripped off. <sighs> so he wait had to wait till he was thirty four years old to have a penis rebuilt. <gasps> Eight inches. Oh, oh. Mm. very respectable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And mm. you... So when I first saw it, it was like, I, I actually went... So this was on... You can watch it on this morning. And I'm explaining it and I go, oh. And Mo goes, oh. And I went, oh. <laughs> and he went, hmm. <laughs> so, and, yeah. and, and the sweet love was made. Uh, mm. and, and satisfactorily? Uh, not the, the first time. The oh. second time, yeah, we, we got there. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, but there is a button. You have to press a button. I was expecting a remote of yeah. some sort, but yeah. I didn't realise it's in his testicle. It's there is a button. Can he feel it? Can he feel it? The button, yeah. So you press the button and then it makes a little vibrating sound uh, yeah. feeling and then the water. So there's a saline pouch that's internal. So when you press the button, it releases the water which goes into the penis and fills it all up and then you press it, press it again to lock it and he's hard. And, and he can he feel it? Can he feel the water people, going through? No, could, yeah, someone making sweet love to him. Does he get, uh, does yeah, an does orgasm? He get Yes, he does orgasm. And oh, But it's it's weird and you've got to remember that the skin that's used is the skin from his arm. Yeah. So these the sensitivity around that area has been pulled up so it's only the sexual sensitivity on that side is only at the base. Oh, yeah. But you can still feel the whole sensation of it all. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, that's how a podcast in itself. Yeah. Bionic cocks. <laughs> do you think it's going to be like the next adult work? Can it please overtake? Uh, do you know, let's not go. That's a podcast in itself, isn't yeah. it? Uh, one of the bad one of the bad things about adult work is that nobody actually reels uh, nobody actually leaves real feedback yeah. because everybody has that fear of that we don't want I don't want my reputation tarnished with a bit of negative feedback so yeah. a lot of sex workers don't even uh, confirm the booking to allow people to leave fid- feedback just for that yeah uh, it's no you don't have any of that final no. line this feedback thing makes me so remind us of your best feedback <laughs> I was particularly impressed when she high fived me at the end. <laughs> <laughs> What's your best feedback you've ever had? It smiled when I caught her looking her. It's. <laughs> What's your best feedback you've had? It made me laugh when I caught her looking in the mirror while she fucked my ass. Because <laughs> <laughs> I literally went like this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Thank, Thank you so you. much for joining us. You're more than welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> That was 
Uh, I don't think I've ever seen anyone put you off your stride. <laughs> that was like watching two ADHD kids <laughs> just get off their tits on mini eggs and go at it. I was like, I don't know what's happening. Poor Juliet was like having to take her earphones off. She's we've broken the mics. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all best friends now. We're all someone's going for a drink. Someone's someone's going, for, going a drink. for a drink. Um I loved her. Yes. Yes. Yes, how can you not? Amazing energy, super intelligent, brilliant stuff. Yeah. And do you know, I find it I I I like I said, I love that there's um smoochy that the sap's out there. Oh, that we spent 30 seconds oh, talking yeah. about. But it does really bother me that it's needed. Yeah. You know, yeah. We, talk to, we, talk, we, we talk a lot about sex worker rights. We talk a lot And she does do so many different interesting things. Yes. Um, face sitting. Yeah. You going to give that a go? You know my back. So <laughs> I would... <laughs> I could get down there. I'm not getting up. <laughs> not getting up. Unless there's an oiled up YTS boy <laughs> who's willing to give a little old bird a beautiful little hand. And, it, and with that image in mind. Oh my God. <laughs> my name is BB Lynch. <laughs> I'm Miranda Crane. Kane! Kane! <laughs> <laughs> Good sex, bad sex was produced by Juliet Nichols for Metro.co.uk. Also, if you've got a sexy question or a query, if you're an expert, something sexy, or if you've just found Sam, please email us at info at sexpod.co.uk. And we will see you losers next week. And I say that from love. Yeah. Yeah. They are ridiculous. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Ta-ta. Ta-ta.